Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. There's a man who uh, was known to be very likable, very famous. He was hanging out with the rich and the famous. Good things were said about him. Said he was a paragon of virtue. That he was a shining example of how to behave. And then we found out some other things about him. Have a listen to him. I'm telling you right now. What do we have to do here? I'm going to take a shower. You sit there and have a drink. You must come here now. No. Please. No, I don't want to. I'm not doing anything with you. I promise. Five minutes. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. I know, but it's kind of like, it's too much for me. I can't. Now we know that he's a thug. He's a disgusting human being. And that audio, I believe, is from a wire that he wore when uh, New York police... Uh, taped him in a conversation with a, a young Italian model. He is Harvey Weinstein. Now Mr. Weinstein is saying, well, it's all about me. I'm a victim. Uh, I need help, guys. You have to help me. It's always the same. It's always the same. Time for the beauties for Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca, Michelle Simpson. At Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, back with us from vacation. Linda Leatherdale, LindaLeatherdale.com, independent business journalist. And I'm going to ask for her. Well, ask Catherine. Do you hear his voice now? Weinstein's? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I think every woman... Virtually every woman has experienced this. I know I did in my younger days. Um, the attempt to, you know, by by senior males who were, you know, your bosses or you know, senior to you in a in a business capacity or whatever. Um, it it. I guess what's really, <laughs> what this really shows is the hypocrisy, though, because I've noticed, you know, paying attention to social media the last few days or so, when all this is coming out. You see a lot of his actor critics, Ben Affleck, doing very piggy things in a video. Um, Jimmy Kimmel doing very piggy things. <laughs> and, and, and it sort of opened the floodgates here. And I want to give credit to the women who came forward, because, you know, the women who initially came forward here were not the real A-list stars. I'm not trying to insult them, but they weren't the really high-profile ones. 
But once they came out, then you started to hear from the Angelina Jolies and the Gwyneth Paltrow's and stuff, who who didn't have the guts to do it themselves. But once it was out there, they joined the they joined the crowd. Michelle, what do you say? Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. But the one thing I will say is, he is picky, and the thing that struck me was the contract he had drawn up. He knew he was picky, and he knew that he could buy his way out. Not that it was necessarily legal, that really struck me as him knowing he had a serious issue. You're right, Michelle. Clearly, he knew it was wrong. Well, I mean, how could you not know that it's wrong? Linda, what do you think? I mean, you hear his voice now. How did you react? Well, how do you react to him? And how do you, what do you. <laughs> I would say, let's say, let's turn the tables. If a woman did that to men, do you think that we'd be able to get out the checkbook and that we'd be able to say we're the victim? I don't think so. And you know what's ironic, Roy? On your show, Michelle, Catherine, and I have, all three of us have talked about how we have been subjected to the same kind of, well, it's disgusting. And and it is. And and it has. And, And men in power in the media, in the business world, whatever, would choose, you know, if you want to go far, little girl, come on to the casting couch, etc. And I am shocked that it still is going on. And here's what else I'm shocked about. Angela Jolie is, is, is a superstar now. Why didn't she come out before? What is she? she has nothing to fear. She's a star. She should have come out before. But as Catherine points out, it took some young actresses that perhaps are still trying to make it to blow the whistle on this, and uh, oh, okay. we all need to blow the whistle. I, I don't know if this makes sense or not, but and I'm not trying to defend Angelina Jolie or anybody else who's who has a, you know has made it and is an A-lister in Hollywood. But I'm wondering if they didn't say anything for a long period of time, because Harvey Weinstein. Uh, here's what I'm wondering: Did they say nothing for a long time because Weinstein is not the exception; he's more the rule. <laughs> Could be. Well, I think I think everything we've seen coming out since the Weinstein revelations has shown it is the rule, and and now a lot of these people that have criticized him initially, there's there's videos out, you know, if you look, over, they're all over social media of them basically engaging in very similar behavior. So uh, the the sad thing about this all is it's not a new story, is it? This is an no. old old story, and in ten years. Who will be the next powerful person who will be, you know, in this situation? In today's, I, I in today's world, Catherine, like in, in today's world, I agree. in today's world, I would be willing to say it might be in the next 10 days. Well, yeah. you're right. At least things tend to come out these days because of the, the you know, pervasive social media and so on. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want this to be male bashing either, though. This, that, that isn't fair because it's not that women are exempt from this. But in our world today, it still is men that are predominantly in positions of very great power. All right, tell me, please, when you say that women are not exempt from this, what, what, what are you saying? Oh, I'm, I'm uh, that there are women. That there are women. Their positions as well. There are women who behave exactly the same way Weinstein did. Uh, 
I'm not sure exactly. Well, you know what I mean. I, I think people in power Similarly. generally, a certain portion of them, and I would like to believe it's the minority, but a certain portion of them will misbehave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there was a movie with Demi Moore, and she played that role of the ultra bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Like miserable. So, you know, get, can it happen when the tables are turned? I think it's a question of power. And when people get power, they abuse that. I've never, said, I never told this story, but when I was in high school, um, school nurse used to always say nice things to me. Then one, one day, she invited me to go back to her apartment. Ooh. I was about 15 or 16 at the time. Yikes. I didn't go. Wow. But... Wow. And I, I guess I never really thought that much about it. If I talked to my buddies about it, it was always, well, <laughs> good for you. Well, you know, that's, because that's, that's, that's the, the typical, standard, that, that's though, the typical teenage male response. Yeah, that's yeah. a double standard, though. You hear about female teachers that are maybe 30 years old, yeah. have, you know, having a fling with a 15-year-old like you, right? You know, student or whatever. And, yeah. and a lot of the guys think, oh, lucky you. <laughs> Different That's right. Attitudes for sure. So does this Weinstein story then, and I'm going to tomorrow be speaking with uh, Gloria Allred, and uh, she is also representing a, a 22-year-old who a few days ago um, accused Weinstein of similar behavior. Um, th- does, does this just blow over? Is it, is it something that's of prurient interest on Monday and history on Friday? I I don't believe it's just going to blow over. I think it's the floodgates opening, right? Okay. And um, at some point, you know, they're they're going to stand up. And you know, I agree with you, Catherine. You have to have a bit of a backbone. But if it's that pervasive, I really believe that uh, things could change. I think it's great. I'd like to think it would at least it's out there encourage people in future listen and and to not tolerate this kind of behavior and be upfront about it. But you put yourself in the shoes of an aspiring actress um, who is desperate for their you know their their chance, and here's a hugely powerful mogul. it's it's a pretty big power imbalance. Like I say, I can remember when I was young, and and I can I can remember distinctly several instances where men tried to uh, that were s- senior to me, my bosses in some instances, basically tried to parlay that into. And by the way, most of them were married, just like Weinstein was. By the way, yeah. So I admire you know, his wife. It's, it's and that's a long time ago. I'm an old bag now. That that's a long time ago. <laughs> So, you know, plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose, as the French say. We, you know what? I, I, I admire his wife. She, she's walked out on him. Because all too often you see, and we saw it with, uh, who's the former attorney general for, for New York, uh, who had the... What? Oh, Wiener? Huh? Wiener? No, 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 the former no, attorney no. general. The one that I know he fire man. The bald guy, yeah, what was his name? Yeah, stop stop that bald guy thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. He had, uh, <laughs> he, would, he would take the train to Washington and meet up with this... Young woman, and she was. Uh, Weren't she was they a, prostitutes? Yeah, too? she was. Well, yeah. Yeah. An escort, yeah. and um, here I'm getting politically correct. An escort. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 what I what 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 is troubling is, and it happened with Wiener as well. His wife 
and this I can't think of this guy's name, the former attorney general. Where can I? Um, anyway, his their wives will show up at a news conference after everything's been exposed and stand beside the guy. Oh, yeah. How about Hillary Clinton, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. <laughs> she did exactly the same thing. When we come back, we have to take a break here. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about, uh, Catherine, you and I are going to speak in more detail tomorrow about NAFTA, but let's right. talk a bit about whether NAFTA is uh, toaster uh, with Mr. Trump, whether he's just going to say, it's over, turn out the lights, the party's over, and uh, a couple of other issues that we're going to try to fit in. One of them has to do with taxes. We had a really energetic uh, hour last hour speaking about the liberal taxation uh, initiatives and uh, spoke with uh, the man who followed you in your position of the CFIB, Dan Kelly, as you know, because you set up the interview for me, Catherine. I did indeed. Yeah. Aren't you the best? <laughs> we, we'll come back with Catherine, Linda, and Michelle right after this. Direct, hard-hitting, no-holds-barred. The Rory Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Back with Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca, Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, at Michelle Simpson on Twitter, Linda Leatherdale, independent business journalist at lindaleatherdale.com, and Vice President of Cambria, Canada. Just before we get on to the tax issue, Elliot Spitzer. Elliot. Ah, there we go. That's the one. Oh, that's it. Former governor, former governor of New York. Yes. Not just AG, former governor. Not only that, when he was in power, he was very um, Protestant, if I might say so, about uh, the kind of laws he wanted to put in place when, of course, his private life was 180 degrees in the other direction. Never happened. Yep, and funny, funny he utilized happens, eh? hookers, and he went after them with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah. He went after who with a vengeance? The, the hookers. Oh, exactly. okay. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. And, but he utilized their services. You know, there's a, there was a story I just read during the break in one of the New York papers. It's July, late July of this year, and it was all about Elliot Spitzer dining at some fashionable restaurant where they, they said a beautiful blonde, and they were, quote, all over each other. And she apparently is a real estate executive. And guess what? Mr. Spitzer these days is involved with a company that is building condo buildings in, uh, in Manhattan. So... There you go. Yeah. Not suffering. Well, good on him. So here's a question about taxes. And we spoke with uh, Senator Denise Batters, and I said to the senators, we got to the end, so the message then is to call your liberal MP and vote for your conservative candidate. But it's a little humor. You had to hear the interview. <laughs> and, I think uh, she minded that comment. No, no, I'm sure she didn't. <laughs> and uh, we spoke to Dan Kelly, of course, from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and we talked about... The the, the, the the idea of or the initiative or of uh, concerning people who in the retail trade who would have to pay taxes on discounts offered for their bosses, which is a chain, a caller from Vancouver pointed out, is in the tax code anyway and has been for since 2011. That's how it's applied, when it's applied, and what the government had to do. But here's an email from Greg to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com. Hi, Roy. My wife has her hairstyling license and gives me free haircuts. Are we going to have to pay, start paying tax? 
question. It's a good question. Crazy. Yeah. It is. How and if you don't, it's employees of free meal. craziness, doesn't it? It just makes no sense, Roy. It, it, uh, it's it's literally like that old Beatles song, the tax man, right? They'll tax you, you breathing. They'll ta- it, it, the, the liberals have really not covered themselves with any glory on whether it's the small business tax changes, whether it's the, the latest business about Morneau's villa in France. I mean, can you believe can you believe that one? I believe anything. That to Tavnesia <laughs> is what I called it. Uh, anyway, and, and, you know, it's it's not just a one-off here. This is a theme. This is a theme this government has that they want to tax usually the middle class or small guy. Yep. While they're not touching the trust funds that both Morno, we know both Morno and Trudeau have trust funds up the yin yang to protect their wealth. Um, and they won't touch things like stock options, which, and frankly, I don't agree they should tax stock options, to be honest with you. But to pretend this is tax fairness, that's the real dishonesty. This is very selective. They are leaving alone, for example, the fact that public service pensions, which have hundreds of billions of dollars in them, don't pay taxes. If they really want tax money, they wouldn't be going after the, 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 the odd little benefit a retail person will have yeah. or, or the small business issues. They would go after some of these big fish, but they know they don't want. Let to me ask. Let me ask. Let me ask pay. Linda. Let me ask Linda a question. When you were the money editor for the Toronto Sun, and you did tax protests, and you talked about, uh, you know, you wrote about the the taxation issue mm-hmm. uh, a fair bit, Linda, because it's always been something that it's always been a, a grabber, an attention grabber, and it's always been a money grabber too. What kind of uh, d- devoted in following did the tax issue have with your readers? Oh my God, it was huge, Roy. Huge. And, you know, we even brought out people to the grounds of Queen's Park. We led tax revolts. People got so angry, and I think it all started when they started looking at their paycheck as to how much money goes to the tax man. But then it was like the NDP came to power. Let's tax this. Let's tax that. Oh, yeah. And it was just on and on and on, where the average little middle-class family was being taxed to death. And i got to tell you, Roy, it hasn't changed. Well, so you I know what's interesting? Girls now, this is disgusting. And, and we know that. the we got shows, Panama Papers, we've all this other stuff. And hold it, hold it, hold it. Guys, I'm sorry. We have this issue with our phone system. Sometimes you can't hear when the other person's speaking. I don't know. It's a new phone system, and it's working beautifully. Um, <laughs> what were you going to say, Michelle? Sorry. I, I You know, I, I, it just, I cannot believe that their messaging is so bad. And they're going for the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, why not though? Because of it's the- no, but it's—they're getting serious blowback because they're having a caucus meeting at eight o'clock Monday morning, mm-hmm. and they know they're in trouble. How would that? How do you expect that to go? You would have been if you'd still been a Liberal member of Parliament. You'd be at that caucus meeting. We have about thirty seconds. How's that going to go? Uh, not well. It really is not going to go well, because it's either about the messaging or how they sell this, really sell it. But you know what, Michelle? When the substance stinks, the messaging doesn't matter. Yeah. And here, the substance stinks. That's it. It's that's, not a communications problem. That's how we'll end the segment, because it's perfect. <laughs> the substance stinks. stinks. <laughs> Okay, beauties, thank you very much. And Catherine, you and I will uh, get together first hour here tomorrow, and we'll talk about NAFTA. Excellent.
We'll come Toodaloo. back and wrap. Toodaloo. We'll come back and wrap things up right after this.